Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude, great dude. Awesome. You can be mean. You shit. Or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to The Call-In Show, the show where you get our number and we are at Your Mercy is always hastily constructed uh, and poorly executed, and that is because I'm always in a big hurry to start the show here we are, always on time somehow. Uh, what's up in Sweden? You didn't die, as I reported last week. Nope, not dead. I actually hated Sweden. It was so cold. Did you already leave? Yeah, I'm in Amsterdam. You guys already? Oh, wow, okay. Never mind. You survived Sweden, not dead, in Amsterdam, sober. <laughs> no, who said that? Oh, okay, all right. Well, I just assumed that, but that was clearly wrong. <laughs> Okay. Uh, most people know the rules. I always like to say them at the, at the top of the show, though, in case you're new. So if you are new, uh, there is a link to the um, call-in server uh, in the top of the YouTube description there. You get into the waiting room. Put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who was first. Go on a first-come, first-served basis. Patreons always get, uh, patrons, I should say, always get priority. So if you are a patron of the show, give us a shout. We'll know to mark you in the server, and we will bring you in with priority. And um, if you can't make the show... A lot of people can't do the show live. You can record us a message, put it on listed on YouTube. Uh, we'll play it on the show. You can also send us an email and we will read your email and answer it on the show as well. We have two emails to get to at the end of the show tonight. So don't let me forget because I sometimes do. And then people get pissed. I've had, <laughs> I, I, I've had a couple voicemails I forgot to play. Uh, and then, um, you know, that's, that's the way the duct tape operation works. Anyhow. Um, we got a series of patrons who want to, who want to come in. So, oh my gosh. Uh, here we go. Um, we'll pull in unstoppable to start. Mr. Science man. Well, the de devil's uh, devil has a right. sin. You, oh, hey. I can hear him. All yeah. Right. All right. Give us a science riddle and get the me. hell out of here. You No, you pulled me right as I was about <laughs> to do the bit. With, okay. We were talking about heaven and hell and about God and you just, uh, why did why is today the day you have to pull me first? I was not prepared to do my morning bit. I was not prepared to do the bit. I'm gonna do the bit now because, like I usually do. Thanks for ruining it, you asshole. Oh, okay, whatever. I'll take <laughs> away your. <laughs> we have we have an ongoing having, fight. We have an ongoing. I'm fight. having no, no, we're not. We don't. I'm just we don't. Well, unless like this is continuing. I've just had a really weird day, and then a lot of my normal bits of 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 restraint are just not there today so i'm getting a little cranky oh actually not quite cranky i should say just a little insane a little insanity well that's par no. for the course yeah that's just yeah, yeah. What, what do you what oh, do you got the bit. What i do you want got to do the bit us? i usually do okay here's okay the bit. all right okay <clears throat> don't pull out the feed doc you do it now he's gonna he's not gonna feel it anymore now or ever again okay hello everyone how are you all doing today isn't it a wonderful day Ah, ah, ah. Oh, I feel good. I feel good. Ooh. Na, by the by, na, na, na. just so you know, this is how I normally am. I've loosened up since. <sighs> it has been a rough one today. How are okay. you? 
I'm I'm doing all right. I'm blonde's in Amsterdam, but I think she needs a little bit of what you have, whatever it is. <sighs> Blonde, go visit the Blender Foundation. Say that say that I, I can't say my name for a few reasons. Just say that uh, one of their Blender users said hi. <laughs> on it. Okay, that would be great if you could be like, I I know this guy who's on this podcast and he just <laughs> randomly told me. I'll take the opportunity. I was once in Amsterdam, but I had to just do that for a layover while I was on a flight. Anyway, today I don't want to talk about science. I want to talk about politics. First off, I want to correct something that's actually not going to be as fun as the rest of this. I had to, I had a good long thought about Milo over the week. And, okay. you know, you know, since Trump's election, I've had the issue where I was on this high, riding this high where Trump could do no wrong. Trump was wrong. I mean, I, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic for the sake of, uh, uh, emphasizing it but it was much harder to criticize the old standing policy i had of be be as critical as the rest of the republicans pre-election went away with the rest of the republicans being critical we stopped we just all had this philosophy of don't criticize trump he needs to win against hillary hillary was is, is just a very very bad option both personally for me and for the nation so let's not have her get in we need to give trump as many legs up as we can and we didn't criticize it took me a month for me to finally fix the undo that whole spool. We were in a sense of non-normalcy and that had an issue. And so that transfers over to Milo because that was the final straw. That was the final bit of that post-Trump forgive and love and, and all that jazz for everyone on the right. And I finally cracked that and went back to the old school. And I have to say in all good consciousness that unfortunately, as much as, as most of his ideas are, are rather fine and dandy, um, at least in this particular sense of, of that child comment, um, no, just no. Um, well, what do you? What do you? Uh, can I ask what you mean when you say that child comment? Well, about about the whole. He used the same language, the same stat, stat, uh, posture. He held himself. He carried himself to the same way that actual pedophiles do. Now, I'm not saying that he is. I'm, I'm fairly sure he's not. I'm, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is. He put himself in a position that he talked like and acted like and gave the same excuses and comments and all that about all kids being mature that pedophiles always do. It's a classic style. And I believe that's because of social scarring due to his personal event. However, he is a fully grown adult and he does, as despite his social scarring and, and, and what that, that little bit that, that of PTSD that it's cost him for lack of a better word. He is responsible for that comment. And unfortunately, on that issue, I say no, no, he's at fault. And I can't defend that, that bit. I'll defend his right to say it. But I have to go back to the old philosophy of we will beat our own equal to or greater than our enemy and hold them to the same standard. And if someone on the left did this, I would, you know, like I did the same thing. I, I said, I, I applied the same rhetoric to Bill Maher, who made similar comments in the 90s about a 12 year old getting getting effectively uh, statutory raped by a 30 something year old teacher. And I held this to the same comment in the exact same way. And I have to abide by that. What I would give Bill Maher, I would give um I would give Milo and I have to have, give them a just response on both sides for the same. Bill Maher wasn't a victim of a sexual assault though. No, 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 he wasn't. He gets, he gets, he has the same criticism, but without the excuse, he still doesn't have that 
that psychological scarring that causes a, a logic loop to, to occur that doesn't, doesn't quite fit, which is the explanation for, for why Milo's is, had his bit the way he did. He's reasoned that he was the predator, he was this and all that jazz, that he was sexually mature. No, he wasn't. I was a 13-year-old five years ago. Well, yeah, but he's walked a lot of that back too. Did you watch the press conference? Yeah, yeah. And you're right. And he has the right to do that. And, and he gets the second chance and all that jazz and ditto with Bill Maher. However, with Bill Maher, because he hasn't actually commented since his previous comments still stand until the day that he does. Um, is, is my policy. He, of, he, pre- he probably static. won't until he faces the same heat, yeah. which was weird yeah. with Bill Maher because he seemed so we talked about it on the podcast. so I don't want to rehash that, but how he was just yeah. like, oh, well, he went way too far and is like, but you yeah. did too. <laughs> right. You yeah. said almost the exact same thing. I just so. had to correct that because all this stuff is is on the air. And one day it may end up coming back up. And I I have to say, well, normally I just correct this and move on, but since I said it started this on the air, I have to end it on the air and say, no, this is the thing that I have. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, so I find I find this debate to be pretty fascinating because I think reasonable people can come to different conclusions to the extent that the facts are unclear and we kind of have to assume a few facts or piece together some facts. So at the risk of like tanking the whole show, I'm going to, I mean, people know where I stand and, and, and people know where you stand. So I'm just going to kind of leave it be as opposed to push back on you on it. Cause I'm interested. I don't want to spend another like half show. Yeah. And we talked about this on the, on the podcast too. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm going to do my second bit and I'm going to end. How did did you get, how did you get to do two bits? I thought the thing was one, Comment question. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll leave you. I get to do two bits because I get to be very good at convincing you. If, if you can but, be quick, if you can be quick, I'll allow it. You know, I was going to actually talk about how uh, bad an idea of a, a single-payer system for Medicare is, but actually that would be a very long conversation, so I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Let's do a very, very quick bit. Um, SpaceX is putting two people on the moon. I wasn't going to talk about politics. I wasn't going to talk about science. Don't drop any rocks that... from the moon, by the way. Uh, Did you, you see those tweets this week? From no, Brianna I didn't Wu? Blonde's looking no. at me like she doesn't know. Oh, I have no so, idea what you're talking so, about. Br- br- I'll, be, I'll be quick. Brianna Wu was tweeting out, apparently there's um, interest in private companies purchasing or private companies providing services uh, to the moon, travel services, as well as potentially like colonizing the moon. I'm not exactly sure the, the context, but she was warning about private operation or ownership of moon property. And she said, I don't think... You guys know how dangerous this is because a rock dropped from the moon to the earth would have more power than like a nuclear weapon because of the kinetic energy. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> you can't drop a rock it, from the moon. Yeah. Anyways, here's the problem. I think this is a problem of, of, of her screwing up on the phrasing. If I, okay, a rock, this, this, this whole philosophy is based on kinetic weapons. Uh, kinetic orbital weapons, which is a which was became very popular after the no well, for lack of a better wording, and because I forget the original words, the whole no nukes in orbiting space treaty. We had a treaty that basically said you can't have nukes and biological weapons on that just orbit space, but we left out kinetic weapons. So this philosophy came about about the rods from God, and literally it was called rods from God because it was supposed to be like giant tungsten rods, which have a high density, a high mass, a high density, high weight content. And you would literally drop them from orbit. Right. And they Uh, they got as far as they got as far as making designs for this, like they were like, fairly close to pulling the trigger if they actually saw a need for it. And the rods would come down and it would be the effectively, well, for lack of a better word, and because I don't know the exact numbers, I think of like a Hiroshima, 
Hey, remember that thing I said about being quick? <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'll leave. You decided that you were going to make a comment on I space just travel. I know, and I know there's... You did they, this gag. I know new, that... I heard Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about so this on, on, on um, Joe Rogan's podcast. I understand that if you put a lot of kinetic energy in a very simple object, it becomes more so okay. powerful such that the explosives in the object are actually irrelevant. I get it. I actually wanted to do, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do one last thing, but okay. I'll no, leave I, I got to let you go, man. We got, we're okay, taking up almost a quarter of the show. Thanks a lot. Okay, Gee, I gotta, I gotta be quick. <laughs> I think that kid is super fascinating, but I, I'm not doing my job if I don't move along. Uh, we got a, several more patrons, so let's see who we got. Um, fool, I'll pull fool in. Fool, you can chime in whenever. He might be muted. Um, let's see. I know Crypto Conservative wanted to call in. Miss crypto, crypto, you can chime in whenever you're ready. Hey, I'm here. Hey, how's it going? It's going. Uh, all right. Uh, one second. Ah, okay. Let's. Um. Hey, fool. Can you let Crypto go first, and then uh, I'll let you go. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. Um. um let's let's have Crypt oh. Crypto go first. Hold up. Let's have Crypto go, go first, and then uh, I'll. Yeah, I kind of forgot what I was take... say anyway. Go ahead. Cool. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's talk about Nazi frogs. Okay. Or more specifically, how uh, I think memes have become really important in like a non-trivial way. Um, so, you know, like in the 2012 election and even 2008, Twitter and social media was pretty important. And we also have like a lot of alternative media now too. But I think the actual like, you know, idea of image macros and memes and like condensing down political ideas to Nazi frogs or whatever you want to call them is like surprisingly effective. And I wonder how much of an actual impact it had on this election. What do you guys think? Just memeing in general, or you mean specifically Pepe? Just in general, like basically using catchy social media, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff to spread ideas. I think, think it was hugely effective. I think it reached a younger audience too. I can't deny personally that one side having a healthy and lively meme and just comedy and fun culture was big. It was hugely influential on me. I mean, yeah, do you remember yeah. every like meme attempt to try to make Hillary cool and how cringy it was. Remember like the Hillary shimmy, that song we watched, oh, yeah. we'll try to meme Hillary and make her. No. And whether you, whether or not you like Trump, he's very memeable. And those were yes. very funny and very powerful. And policy aside, just the kind of cool culture and fun culture associated with that was really attractive to me personally. That's all I can spe speak to, but I don't think I'm the only one. Of course not. What do you think? Yeah, I think it was definitely powerful. Um, and it's gotten to the point where the powers that be are kind of catching on. But as you said, like Hillary and friends don't quite get it, but they're pouring a bunch of money into it. Um, there's like the correct the record and the think blue or whatever, like different packs that are funneling a bunch of money and you're just funneling having people shit posting. Memeing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But that was the well, appeal is like half of them are really shitty photoshops and they're not well yeah, done. Yeah. They don't have huge production value. It's the people's you know project. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I think even Gary Johnson had like $30,000 towards trying to make him more interesting online. He's but memeable, I, but not in a yeah. positive way. <laughs> and memes right. have to happen organically. That's that's the yeah. part of the meme right. culture, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and they're trying to force it, which, I mean, maybe if you're clever enough, you can do. But I think that's what's interesting about it is that it was 
kind of capturing what everyone was thinking about Trump and with uh, being upset with the way things were. So yeah, it's like trying know. to force a nickname. It never works. Yeah, yeah. It's got to come naturally. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you're welcome naturally. to hang in, hang out in here while Fool asks his question. If you want crypto, or I can let you go either either way. Uh, I guess I'll hang out. All right, cool. What's up, Fool? Uh, like I said, I, I forgot my first question. I'm glad I managed to pick up that bit of a soundbite there. But in any case, um, <laughs> I guess I wanted to ask a, something else a bit smaller. Was uh, this shouldn't take too long? Was just yeah, I just saw your video on uh, the the not quite black, not quite white chick. I don't know what to call her. Um, can't remember her white. name either. Ra- her Rachel Dole is all. She's changed uh, her name now, though. I forget what it is. It's something else. She, but... Well, she got married. She found somebody to marry her. No, but she actually changed her name too. To some like African name, or someone sent me a Daily Mail yeah, article dude. on Twitter. Anyway, the Rachel Dole is all yeah, the half black or white lady who tricked everyone into thinking she was black. Anyway, yeah, but in any case, um, okay. So personally, I would say like obviously, I think she takes it a bit far in like what she expects, like how she expects to be treated because she is black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or because you know, regardless of you know. If you if you give out the if you work with the assumption that she's black, right? You know, which is of mm-hmm. course a debatable topic if, to begin with. But if we're gonna say sure, whatever, we'll concede that point. It's From not there, debatable. Have you seen a picture of her as a child? Well, no. This no, is I mean, this is where it gets interesting. I, I get, so, it's like it's that whole trans thing. Like, you, yeah. If you, if you she argue makes the against argument about her, trans then race. like what what Matt said in the video, something I felt for a while was like if you argue against her for this, you kind of have to argue against trans people too. Yeah, like I, I don't, after listening to her arguments, I'm not going to make an argument pro or anti transgender or trans race as she claims to be. But I do find her, ar- if you accept the argument that gender is a social construct, therefore transgenderism is a thing, and it's fine. Her argument is race is more of a social construct and therefore transracialism is at least as fair. And I, if you accept the social construct idea, I think she's actually right now. Well, can't I, I just think it's a mental disorder? Like I think transgender. I like biology. Is. Yeah, I like biology. So let's go <laughs> yeah. with that. Well, yeah, but, and that's and that's fine. Yeah. But I, I I do think that there is like a legitimate debate there. Like cause yeah. one could argue that that despite there being that you know maybe there is a mental disorder in, involved, but once mm. you've gone through the surgery, you might as well be black because if black really is just the superficial color of your skin and nothing more, which I would say it is, then technically I guess she's black biologically because of her genes no but does that matter a lot i don't know that's my point though it's it's something you could debate which side of the debate is stronger not really my question here yeah uh, the main thing is if you conceded that point you said sure you're black uh from there i still think she expects too much um simply because she's black oh um, yeah what what she said really bothered me which was like well there's a black side to like all these political issues and yeah stuff. And i was like oh come on so you're, you're clearly trying to establish some political leverage i don't like that if you want to mm-hmm. be if you want to be a air quotes black lady in your own home <laughs> i don't care i really don't care go for it yeah but yeah. but it's that political leverage angle that that really bugs me yeah um so yeah i i think we're definitely in agreement there um but I was going to, because I mean, like, I, I don't like, even if she were born black, I either way, like just presenting it in such a fashion that there's a white side and a black yeah. side, like there's enough division. We can kind of like, can we, can we tone that noise down a bit, please? Like, we're just Americans. Can we, can we go back to that noise? That was good. But in any case, 
Um, well, maybe not back to, there was never really a, a perfect situation, but then again, this is an imperfect world and I'm getting off topic. My point that I, the, my original question was going to be, uh, you made a point in the video to say that you weren't necessarily arguing for either side of the debate, only to point yeah. out that you really, if you're, if you're supportive of one of these two things, you kind of have to be supportive of both yes. and, and, and vice versa. So my question would be, you know, you're obviously very friendly with, with Blair, uh, both yeah. of you are, and for good reason, she's, she's a nice girl. Um, my question would be, where do you stand uh, personally on like transgender issues and such? Uh, you know, if w you look at somebody like Blair and you say, yeah. no, they're totally a chick, right? Well, no. Uh, no. And Blair Not would... biologically, but yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Skag on this one. And Blair would say that she has a, a mental disorder that she, you know, mm. has a, she, and she talks about this too. She's like, you know, being transgender, it is... Um, like a number of, of, you know, mental health issues. And that, and that's what it is. And the, that's the reason that we get along with her. She's intellectually honest about this. Yeah. She's not and, calling every cross-dresser transgender. She's, she has assessed the issue. And, and, and everything I've ever heard from Blair was like, Hey, this is who I am. And this is who I want to be in the way I want to present myself. And by the way, good job, much better than like 99.9% .9 that I've ever seen in doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've never really heard from, even on the bathroom stuff, Blair's very um, measured and nuanced and kind of understanding of the conflicts at oh, play. God, don't get me started on the bathroom nonsense. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I've really never heard Blair try to leverage her lifestyle for victim points or political points. Right, she just wants right. to be who she is and basically be left alone. And I'm all for that. Now, and she never Dole tries is, to convince people of her position on the yeah. issue either. If Rachel Dole is yeah. always like, hey, I just want to be a black lady and leave me alone. Okay. Yeah, See yeah I just want to be called black or something. You know, people treat me like right. I'm black. You know, that's but cool. Then, that's cool. But, she's but as trying, long as she's like not said, saying, no, 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 trying. I want state policy that you must call me black. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's way too far. That's even yeah. further than trying to say, like, there's a black and a white side of the issue. Like, when you go that far, you're getting into infringement. Of, and she's uh, not yet, yeah, to be fair to Rachel, she's not. But I'm saying this yeah, pronoun yeah. stuff on the transgender side, it's not inconceivable that somebody who's transracial said, no, 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 you must acknowledge me as black or be, mm -hmm. a, or be now, a hate speech artist. Now, I haven't dealt with a ton of trans people personally. I've dealt with a couple, but something I've noticed, and this is true of most of these cases uh, of, you know, social justice, but more often than not, I find that people that get into a tizzy over, uh, you know, what pronouns you're using. Yeah. Uh, more often than not, like, or at least there's more non-trans people than there are trans people that make a big deal about it. But maybe that doesn't say much just because there's so few trans people to begin with. But like, yeah. for instance, I I'm in another Discord chat that's just, full of uh, fuck boys, for lack of a better description. I mean, it's what they call themselves. Um, Sound like my people. Hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they're, they're like all gay. They, you know, there's a couple of them that are trans. And one of them, I didn't know. You know, I don't know this person at all in real life. And I was like, hey, you know, are you a guy that was that decided to be a chick or a chick that decided to be a guy? And I'm like asking them that. And like the whole call blows up. You know, like, you can't say that. This is 2016. This was last year. Yeah, you can't and, ask. Yeah, you oh can't. Boy. And the only person, the only person in there that was like, no, that makes total fucking sense to ask was the trans person. So, I mean, well, yeah, you can't presume and you also can't ask. That is yeah. the uh, the situation yeah. we're in. Anyhow, we'll uh, we'll have to move on. But I do appreciate the thoughts and uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. Is there, are there going to be more transracial people? <laughs> oh, boy. Would, you know, yeah, like, sure. Get, let's get some more black people. Why not? I'll be Asian. I'll be Asian. That'll be great. They are the kings of the wage gap, those Asians. So maybe you'll get an automatic paycheck bump. Hell yeah. That's what I'm looking for, <laughs> man. All right. 
I'll right, leave you alone now. I'll think of Have a good night. Bye. We gotta uh, get we'll, Miss Malevolent in. Okay, we'll let uh, Crypto. We'll let you go as well. Thanks for calling in. There you go. Um, okay, so we'll pull Miss Malevolent in. Miss Malevolent with her fancy new mug and T-shirt. Awesome. Gotta uh, get Miss Malevolent in. Okay, oh, we'll let uh, Crypto. We'll let you go as well. Thanks for calling. Uh, Miss Malevolent, can you mute your we stream? We got some feedback. Yeah. Miss Malevolent you. with her fancy new. Ah, I'm gonna have to mute her until she can get that sorted out oh she got it she got sorted out okay I, you know I'm going there you go you got your, got your stream yeah. muted yeah I'm, i muted the stream it's like i have to lower the volume on the call waiting because yeah. then i want to hear what you guys are saying but then i gotta lower you guys to talk oh trust to me i am well aware of the challenges of sound management let me tell yeah. you he is yeah, hey, tell uh, Awesome Sauce or whomever. I know I'm not a Patreon supporter, but like, make me a show regular or something. I can do that. See, I am yeah. actually king. I am king. <laughs> I have reign over all of them, and Blondis oh, okay. too. So, didn't yeah, we I'll have a discussion it. about this not letting go, not letting this go to our heads and being humble no, well, throughout the whole process? I'm talking about like generally. I'm not talking about the Discord server. The Discord server. <laughs> is not a democracy. <laughs> uh, all right. So, oh, well, first thing first, as far as that transgender thing, you know, <clears throat> I, this person came in and he had a long gray um, hair. I mean, it was his hair and he had these fake breasts uh, with the nipples hanging out, like the poking. nipples hanging out, what? out like that's okay. how <laughs> because uh, the I guess the sensation in the nipple area is, was gone or whatever. So, so this is a person who back up a little bit. This is a person who like you saw in real life, or what? What's the situation? Yes, today here? at work, walked into your workplace. And, okay, and yeah. this was a man that was trans. Uh, that was um. Transitioning to a woman. Not transitioning. I think he thought he was that, but I'm Was mean, there some hormone situation going on or did he just get fake tits? Uh I'm thinking fake tits, but <laughs> there was just nothing like either this just happened and I mean was wearing the short shortest skirt, like just above the ass cheeks and like Damn. seven years old. Holy cow. Yeah, it was not a good look. And I, you know, I just kept on going. I was just like, (laughs) I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to stare. And I think he was wearing all of that and, you know, so people could stare. But (laughs) people just kept on going and moving along. And I'm like, I don't care. I think I'm like you, you know, if you want to call yourself whatever you want to call yourself just don't have the expectation that i call you that thing or yeah i I join in on the delusion with you i i I can't go that far but personally speaking if you want to do whatever you want to do do it um i did want to ask you guys about what did i want to ask it's something that popped up on um on twitter and now I forgot it because I was listening to all these other things. And every time something brings up a little, a little something, it's like, oh, I want to jump in on that one. But, yeah. Um, 
Did you listen to the Trump speech and what were your thoughts? Has anyone asked you about that yet? I didn't, so I can't opine. I have seen coverage from people I trust and I've seen, well, so I've not listened to it in full. I'm a, I'm a bad American. But I've seen, um, uh, I, it seems like most people seem to think he knocked it out of the park, though. Uh, and and I did think it was pretty interesting um, how he said a lot of pretty non-controversial, from what I've seen, he said a lot of pretty non-controversial, generally popular things for which the Democrats would not clap. That was pretty interesting. Um, and so, I don't know, I mean, I, I can't I can't offer my own opinion honestly without having listened to it in full but most people i've read seem to think he did a pretty damn good job do you have an opinion on it well i like you didn't watch it because it's like um you know nothing that he's done thus far has made me raise one eyebrow so i'm just like he's gonna speak uh and they're gonna be negative I was surprised when people were not negative, like Van Jones was out there singing his praises. And I was like, what? And I'm like, maybe I should. Chris Matthews too. I saw Chris Matthews thought it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, of course, (laughs) by tomorrow they'll be back to saying he's hating on him. But for a moment, they had one moment of, you know, honesty that let, they let slip out of their forked tongues and um, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, well, Stop maybe I'm need- you sound ruiner. I'm sorry. <laughs> I may need to watch the speech, but I want to get your thoughts on that. But uh, oh well, yeah, yeah, I, I can't do it. Honestly, I um, yeah, I'd be I'd be bullshitting if I pretended to have a firm opinion on on the speech, unfortunately. So yeah. should I watch it? Back to the States, Blonde. You can't stay over there forever. I know. I I was just talking to Skag before the show that I'm getting homesick. And it's hard to Aww. do a show at 3 a.m. twice a week. I'm like, I'm just fucking tired. <laughs> well, we but, um, you know, I, I, I miss Seattle, I got to say. Oh, I miss shit. my little niece. I do. I, you I miss don't, your I don't family. You don't miss the city. That's true. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> true. Yeah. Right, uh, well, probably like a month in here. You can put me out of here, get somebody else in here, right, and I'll well, talk to you guys later. Of course. Hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Thanks a lot for um for calling in and for supporting the show and for everything. Hope to hear back Thank from you sometime soon. Hey. Okay. Ciao. Let's see. Uh Steven's been waiting a little while. Steven's always calling in. Let's see what Steven has to say. Hopefully you can hear Steven. You ready to chime in, Steven? I am. I gotta pause the channel. Okay. I got sure. it. Uh, hi blonde hi ah yes everyone can hear everyone good yeah yeah um okay it's not really my mind works weird so um it 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 started with what milo said on um i can't remember drunken presence or joe rogan but um anyway um it made me pose this question um if a highly skilled and very rare neurosurgeon who saves a lot of lives He's very valuable to society, and uh, he might get compensated financially. However, what what do you think if um, it got out of that he was a pedophile? Okay, uh, I would say he should pay the prices for his crime that anyone else would. Like, do you, uh, are you saying that because he provides value in other ways, does it offset that he has done something so horrible? 
kind of sort of like um some people like it, the reason why i say it um it um or maybe maybe not maybe if um if you if it i guess it was it proven that he's a pedophile or is he only alleged to be a pedophile because what got me thinking about it was uh, Milo had brought up Brian Singer and I'm conflicted about that because I'm a huge fan of the X-Men movies and it's like it's like okay do I watch that you know do I you know I still love those movies but you uh, know uh, well you know what I mean here, here's my official stance on pedophile accusations and it's not perfect but and people can criticize me for it but I am not going to put that accusation or assumption or perception of a person on them because it's it's like the worst thing you can be. Is yeah, a it's so much so, worse than people calling you a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be a Nazi than a pedophile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I, I, even if it's an allegation based in, I don't know, what I'm saying is I need conclusive evidence before I'm going to have that perception of a person. And, um, and uh, you know, some people disagree with that. Maybe circumstantial evidence or just uh, hearsay is enough for people. But for me, it's like, look, I need to, uh, I need a kid on the witness stand with the doll saying he touched me here. And like, you know, <laughs> I need more evidence co- than that. A lot of corroborating evidence. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not going to. It's just such a serious charge. Mm-hmm. I mean, presumption of innocence to me is so important, but it's particularly important with life ruining charges like rape like pedophilia, yeah. like whatever. Um, Have you so, ever known anybody that was molested? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But not so well, you know. not well. So I, I mean, it's not you like didn't I know have... them well or they weren't molested well. <laughs> it was just a terrible molestation. It was awful. <laughs> they didn't enjoy it at all. No. Uh, what I mean is I didn't Send know them well. So, so I don't have, um, it, it, that's what's hard for me to process with the Milo thing is I don't have someone close to me who was molested and I know the situation really well. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Do you That's have, I mean, so are you, you're questioning your perception of Brian Singer who I don't actually know very well and other people, but I mean, it's, is there any evidence against him beyond what Milo said? Because I also don't want to eliminate the possibility that what Milo said is a hundred percent bullshit. Now, is he at fault for bullshitting about serious accusations? Yes. If that's what happened. But also, if that's the only evidence against him, I'd be I'd be skeptical of it. I don't know if there's more evidence against him or not. He didn't say he knew him. He just said he knew, you know, he was braggadocious about it. But um, there's there's actually there's no proof, you know. Um, And uh, he said that he that he knows a lot of, you know, there actually is no proof, to be honest, except for that he's talked to Dean Cain on Crowder. And that's about it. I just can't get behind that then. Yeah. yeah. So watch your X-Men and don't feel bad. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got to agree with you there. <sighs> no, okay. Um, I could cool. go on but yeah. <laughs> I could I could go on but um they started the TV up in the living room. All right. Well, thanks Steven. <laughs> thanks for calling Steven. We'll catch you next time. Thank you guys. Uh let me check my patron list. I think we're all through it, no, actually, there. Uh, we'll pull Steph Keith in if he's still waiting, because I believe Steph Keith is watching. Be sure, Steph. You want to chime in? You're good to go if you want to. We'll leave him in, and he's good to go <coughs> whenever. I think I'm caught up. 
again, I apologize for like any perceived lack of organization. If you feel like you're getting skipped unjustifiably, I do what I can on this show <laughs> until, um, until we get that slave college intern in here to manage these things. So yes. let's start um, pulling in the people who are early. Uh, Wander Zing. I'll leave Steph in here. Steph can chime in whenever he's ready. Wander Zing, you can chime in if you're good to go. Oh, I think Steph has that problem where it kicks him out when he tries to talk. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. And What's so on your what mind, I... Mr. Zing? Yeah, yeah. So last week, I had to attend about two hours about this Black History Month, and okay. it was the worst. Is it a place of work or at your school? Or It was at my store. I okay. go to Central High. And you know you don't you, do you know the story about the Little Rock Nine and like I do not I do not I would assume so, some sort of civil rights group or something Yeah, it was back when like civil rights was really high, and so uh, my high school is a really is a, a historic monument right now, mm -hmm. and so what I saw the program of the Black History Month, and it was just nothing more than uh. A cultural appropriation, whitewashing, uh, basically, hmm. supposedly, uh, police brutality. And my the way I'm begging the question is: Do we really need a Black History Month or no? I liked Morgan Freeman's answer on this. I know. I know. What did he I, say I on him. 60 Minutes about it? Um, it just like sets Black people apart or or makes them feel different. I thought that was a pretty good answer. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever seen that clip. I'll have to look it up. He just talks about everybody being an American. And... Well, I, I love that too. I know at the State of the Union, it's not the State of the Union, but it basically is, uh, that Trump spoke last night. And he did mention the conclusion of Black History Month. And he also mentioned those this alleged wave of like Jewish cemetery vandalism. Yeah, I heard about and that. And people were still pissed at him for that. Like if he talks about it, they get pissed. If he doesn't talk about it, they get pissed. I just, I don't, I don't get it. But to your point... Yeah, I, I'm really sick of all the, the ways we cut up society and the Black History Month and women. Now it's Women's History Month. It's like, why don't we just have history? Why don't we just integrate these things into history? Of course, there have been Black Americans who have contributed. Of course, there have been women who have contributed. Right, right. Let's just integrate that into existing understandings of history. Oh, what Morgan Freeman said is, is there a White History Month and would you want one? Uh, one of no. my favorite answers was like, <laughs> yeah. black history is American history. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I get so, in the worst extreme end of it, you get these people <gasps> saying things too. You get it on both sides. You know, like, well, it was white guys that made this country great. And then you get like, no, no, no. It was all the black guys who were slaves who built everything. And it's like, it was an imperfect structure that worked to build a great country. And Lots of people did it, and some people were under unjustified uh, indentured servitude. And we don't, we don't do that anymore. But we're not going to. I don't know. I'm also just. Why should we? Why should any of us feel shame today for that either? We look overcoming it is great, and it built something that's great. And we don't do that anymore because it was wrong. And now here we are. They they still go on blaming the white man for just basically everything and like. 
it's your fault that I'm here, even though they had no correlation with it. Other oh, than yeah. just I, I love when I love when that gets thrown. I've had that thrown at me personally. It's like my family came from Europe in 1900, like 50 years after slavery was over. What do you want from me? And by the way, even <laughs> right. if they were here, I, I couldn't have told my great, great grandpa, hey, don't have slaves work on your farm. It's not very yeah. cool. It's yeah. actually morally wrong. I wasn't alive. I wasn't a thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't. Another like, another quick issue was like, what is your position on the uh, trans ba transgender bathroom about Trump yeah. signing? Oh, about the, uh, the 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 rescinding of the <laughs> of the guidelines. So we talked a little bit about yes. this on Sunday. Um, yeah, um, didn't I, you I, just say this is a state's right rights issue and correct. deal with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that, that's great. And on in almost every aspect and every issue if that's what he's going to do i'm like all right that's yeah. awesome and Thank this you. issue is so tricky that i just want people local parents local school administrators to be able to handle this on a case-by-case -case basis because mm -hmm. i don't think there's a blanket answer that works i don't necessarily think nope only the the bathroom of your biological sex will only work ever maybe that's not the case in a certain school you know and, and then certainly like nope only the the bathroom that you identify with i don't think that's going to work as a national blanket policy either so do I think you have a constitutional right to take a piss wherever you want? Not really. I'll leave that to the constitutional scholars. Maybe they can make the case. <laughs> so to me, it's like, it's, it's really, it's a really difficult issue. Let's just let, um, I trust the parents in the next state over to deal with it, how they want with their kids. And when I have kids, I'd prefer to deal with it myself here in my town with mm -hmm. my school board or with, with my state. I think it's, I think it's pretty simple. It, the only question I think is relevant is who should be deciding. And I trust people to make the decision that's right for them. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Well, that's all I had for you and Vaughn. So. All right, man. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Uh, uh, hello. Hey, what's up, Steph? Um, yeah, I had some connectivity issues and I clicked out of the room. So sorry. Yeah, it, it does that weird thing where you try to speak up and it boots you out. So I figured that's probably what happened to you. Yeah. Uh, so I got to thank Awesome Sauce for helping me out. And uh, okay. I got to correct him. Uh, I show up in the Patreon list, and I'm not currently a Patreon. Oh, I thought maybe that was probably my mistake. I thought you were, and I added you. So thank yeah. you for telling me, because now I'm deleting. Now I'm taking that away from you, and you don't get priority anymore. But you're uh, already here. Yeah. So that's my mistake. So you can, uh, I, I, you can offer yeah. your thoughts. I felt honorable today. You caught me <laughs> in an honorable mood. Um. So uh, I, I'm a little bit more sane this time around than last time I was here. Ah, that's right. So last time you had that question, and, well, I'm, I, yeah, I was. It's a tough I, thing I, to navigate. I, I'm still equally uh, believing in my issues. Okay. I, how do I say this? I, I still have all the stuff that I still believe in everything that I said. I'm just a little bit more sane. Um, I just wanted to say, and then I'll, I wanted to explain myself why I was crazy, and then I'll bow out for somebody. Don't got to explain to me, man. See, any, any and all questions are welcome on this, uh, this bizarre <laughs> production. You, if you well, think you were the weird one, I've, I've had weirder calls. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Weird calls, yeah. Um, well, I wanted to say, well, that day, uh, basically, um, I had a girl basically giving me the most obvious signals ever, and I basically pussed, uh, wussed out of, well, pussied out of asking her. You're how. like me ten years ago. What are you doing? No, no, <laughs> but like I, I already had all like the, I already had all the, the issues like pre 
pre-thought out. Yeah. And then like I I, I blundered, so triggered. Um. And uh, so here's the question though. Um, a few days later, she saw the car that I drive, and she started flirting again. Okay. Gold digger or not a gold digger? Well, gold she liked digger. you before, didn't she? Yeah, but she I once say blundered real good. Uh, it kind of went back to like, oh, you're just another human being, kind of really. I mean, was she like treating cool you cards. like? Was she treating you like normally, or was she treating you badly? Uh, no, it's just like casual flate, uh, flirting in the uh, cadaver lab. Oh yeah, I'm the med student, by the way. <laughs> so, flirting in the cadaver student. lab. You're older than I thought you were. I thought you were younger. I'm 21. You're in med school already? Yeah. What? Well, you must be some kind of genius. No, I, I'm in med school in a different country that's not the U.S. Ah, okay. I don't have to take SJW classes. I went straight to men's classes. <laughs> you don't have to take gender studies. and. Uh, One of the reasons why I'm not yeah. in the U.S. studying. Um, Actually, I, I didn't have to take gender. I went. I have a uh, degree from a liberal arts, liberal arts college, and even I didn't have to uh, take that kind of crap. Yeah. So um, I think I'll probably blunder again with the flirting, considering my track record. That's okay. It's going to take a little while, you know. It's a hard thing to get used to. I'm sure it's really nerve-wracking. Yeah. You know, all the sexy talk next to dead bodies. <laughs> but I wouldn't call her a gold digger if she dug you before, um, you know, before she saw your car. And it turns girls off when guys lose their confidence. So that was probably it. And then maybe she just warmed up to it again and had nothing to do with the car. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I, I am the I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure I am the richest person in the whole university, so she probably figured that one out. Mm, uh, I'm not here bragging about cash. I'm just saying <laughs> she a gold digger. I have you no know, idea. I mean, it's possible. You got the nerve to come in here and say, "Hey, I'm not a patron, but I got piles and piles <laughs> of cash." <laughs> Get out of you, here. You see, you need to graduate from. Duct tape no, I, I to like I a know. higher quality product. Of no, no. Let, let me be clear. I, I, financial contributions to the show are never expected and always appreciated. I just joke because that was the the pretense of you coming in here. I'm not a patron. That was a mistake. But by the way, my piles of money <laughs> attract a lot of women. I'm just poking. If funny they for attracted that. all of women, I would not have my emotional issues. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, did you have a if you have a closing thought or a question for us? Uh, I'll, I'll uh, that that was in. it. On a scale of one to ten, on the gold digger scale, figuring out I'm the richest guy in the school. What's the number? Hey, man. I I don't know. I well, trust blonde on these things. I would say, who cares why she's attracted to you? Just go for it. Who cares? Pussy's got no mm -hmm. face. That wouldn't be a thing. I wouldn't go that far because there are certain. Um, I'm actually going to stop there. I don't want to provide. <laughs> you don't want your girlfriend fr uh, hearing this? No, no. Well, she doesn't listen to this show. Are you kidding me? This show's terrible. Why would she listen to this? <laughs> Blonde, give me your number and then I'll, I'll bugger off. No deal. 8675309. Ah, yeah. Good one. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. All right. Well, thanks, well, Seth. Bye, guys. Um, so I have... I don't know what just happened. 
Um, I have another patron who is um, trying to call in. He says he's in one of the waiting rooms, but I don't see him. So can you let me know if you see Spartacus in either of the waiting rooms? Because you should be able to pull that person in too. But I don't see a Spartacus. Neither do I in general. I got a lot of noise coming off you too. Is your mic like far away? Not anymore. There's still a lot of noise coming off you. Is that better? I can hold it right next to me. It's probably my laptop fan. Yeah, is there a fan running? That's probably mm -hmm. it. You know, we got to have that perfect sound on this show. Yeah. Got to be great or else everyone gets mad. Actually, I just get mad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's, we got uh, 12 more minutes officially. Staff Miss Malevolence. M3 Henry is going to be next up. If M3 Henry is still hanging out. There we go. Henry, you can chime in whenever Hello. you're ready. How's it going? Hello. Yes. Uh, well, I, I wasn't expecting to actually get in today. Well, thanks for your patience. I know you've been sitting around for a while. It's been about an hour now. Yeah. Well, if you include last week and the week before that. But ah, so you, you've been dedicated. Well, thank you yeah, for persistence. Well, I haven't, I've been thinking about things and I want to share my ideas. Go for it. Okay, so um, recent elections have been a bit of a hot topic, haven't they? You could so, say that. Yeah, and <laughs> there's, there's been a lot of call for reform, and the there's a reason that they are the way they are, but they are flawed, and the things that people are suggesting to replace them seem equally if not worse so are you speaking um, to are, are you in britain right now i'm just guessing yeah, I'm in britain, on but the one that is really being called for is america but we have similar problems just sure. we, we 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 don't have the same separation of government and uh legislature uh that you have which mm -hmm. definitely makes the problem worse for us hmm. but on the other hand you have this strange system I mean, like oh, I've, I've got strange. my head around it. It's the best. It's the best. <sighs> like I get what I get why why it is that way. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem to be the best the best that could be done because I mean a lot of people talk about the uh, the popular vote being the right way to go, and that's obviously wrong because you know well, what's going to happen is. You know, they're just going to campaign in what California, New York, Florida, and be like, "That's right. it. We got we got all the people done." Yeah, and that'll be the end of it. And, and I, I should clarify what I say. What I mean when I say the best is a system in which the states decide, not the popular vote. Yeah. So I, I would be open to reforms that still preserve the states being the decision makers. Right, and so one of the nice things is that you keep. You have two different decisions that you need to make. How are you going to split up all of the um, the seats in Congress and the House? And yeah. who, who are you going to put on the top position? And those are two very different kinds of decisions. And so you have two different ways of allocating those. And that's good because here you don't get to do that. You, you only get to put someone in your local seat. And then they go off and decide who's going to be in the top seat, which is not the best way to do it. Because hmm. uh, something I came to realize is that those two different decisions require the individual to express themselves in different ways. 
So, I mean, on your ballot paper, you mm -hmm. get to pick one thing, right? You get to pick your favorite. Yes, yeah. Right. And what is it that is one of the biggest criticisms of like the way people vote? It's that you can't vote for a third party because it's useless, right? In a winner-take-all system, yeah. Right, sure. yes, yes. And so the the problem you get with with that when when it's see when it's used for something like proportional representation it makes perfect sense because all all the all the parties that have a share get a share and that's it you know it just makes sense but when you're picking one thing all you get is you get party a and party b and that's it so something that was suggested um can't remember where it was suggested but uh why not just vote for as many things as you are happy with? Yeah, there's certainly systems like that where you kind of rank your preferences. Um, right. Where? Or, uh, I, I, don't, I couldn't name you a specific country, but it is an option where you rank your preferences and then candidates are eliminated based on who is most preferred until you kind of whittle it down that way. Alternatively, you could have uh, like a proportional representation system in Congress where you know, X amount of the vote gets you X amount of the representation in Congress. But I don't know how you would do that without stripping away state representation. And I, well, you know, um, I mean, I'm, I'm so, all, all about the state representation, yeah. the states having so the power, you know? What I'm thinking on that part is, I mean, you, you already have it such that the state sends people to Congress. It's not that Congress goes, you will give us these people. It's the state yeah, goes, yeah. They, these are who you're getting and that's it. So yeah. it, it, the states can easily implement that on the Congress level. Like that's, that's easy for them to do. I mean, there's, what, what is the, no, the, no, never mind. But yeah. So you can, you can have a proportional representation system for electing those people. And that would be fairly easy to implement. But, well, you could, but except for in a state like mine, where we have one person yeah. in Congress, I mean, there's no way to divide up a single guy. Right. You know? So yeah, <laughs> it works for California. Yeah, California right. so, would work, but in Montana it doesn't at all. So yeah. So if you've got a system where you're only picking one thing because yeah. you've only got one, then proportional representation won't work. Absolutely, I agree with you. So um, I mean, so what this comes down to is, is it an ordinal system or a cardinal system? So ordinal systems, there is, you, you can can't have two things having the same value. And cardinal, you can have many things having the same value. Okay. So, um, so think of like um, when you're on Amazon, you give things star ratings, don't you? You say, I mean, how good do you think? Well, okay, but people do. <laughs> Some so, people do. So yeah. you, or Netflix, so right? You can do that, that on Netflix too. Yeah. So you, you or you, iTunes. You things a star rating, and after a lot of people give things a star rating because they can give it one star, five stars, anything, and you can. And they can do this for many different things. And this means that at the end of it, you've got a list of things that you can sort by their average score. And yeah, but you got to, you got to make sure that like every person, like my three star is the same as your three star in that situation. Yes. Yeah. How do you do so, that? So then you simplify it down. You say yes or no, and you can go yeah. for each candidate that, um, that you're looking at. You can either approve them, say yes. Or you don't say anything, you say no. And what this means is when you then aggregate, you take the person who has the highest approval 
to take that one position. Okay. I think I understand. I, uh, <laughs> I'll probably have to round it out there, unfortunately, unless you have a closing thought or question. I mean, um, I mean, uh, that's only like, that's, that's the, like the first half of it. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't, I, I can't devote a ton of time to exploring, um, electoral systems, but if you do have a system, I mean, if you have a closing thought, like a system you think would work better or a particular question on, I'm open to, to that for I sure. I mean, I think, I think people should look into, um, mixed member representation because it kind of draws from the, the whole proportional idea but also allows local representatives to really get in there mm -hmm. which and i think people should look into it and understand what it means for congress and things like that yeah and avoid avoid looking at it in the light that we might look at it because um you know, in our in our system, because our Congress um, elects, it gives power to small parties that you might not want. Mm -hmm. But because you have that separation, that doesn't matter. And yeah, like find out about mixed member representation. Yeah. All right. Cool. No, thank you. For well, your we can say we can save the world from. Uh... Uh, well, but whatever. At least we didn't get Hillary. I, I don't think our electoral <laughs> yeah, system is that bad. It's at least we didn't get Hillary. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, like for you, for you guys, it's you know, it's good. For us, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool, man. Um, thank you for your patience and thank you for the thoughts. And uh, hopefully, we'll hear from you again soon. Oh. Might thanks continue on the second. And thanks for half. staying up late too. Um, well, yes. You and Blonder uh, in similar morning. time. Yeah. yeah. Go to bed now. Or maybe I'll Enjoy play, it. Some, play ships. All right. <laughs> Have a good night. Good night. night. We got uh, Spartacus to bring in to talk Oscars. So, Spartacus, you can chime in if you're good to go, hopefully. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Hello. What's up, man? Not much. What's What's happening? Well, I was told that you want to talk movies or Oscars, and I didn't watch any of it. So no, um, yeah, well, I was going to talk uh, the end of the Oscars, and then I had a couple movie ideas. I was maybe going to pitch you guys, okay, just to maybe get some feedback on it. Okay, so I figured that'd be kind of interesting. Sure. So, if you want to do that, it's up to you. All right, yeah, man. Let's you do it. you guys are our bosses, kind of, except for when I don't like what you say, and then I'm the boss. That's basically how the show works. <laughs> so anything, okay, yeah, got it, okay. Um, no, I mean, I, I think the end of the Oscars was rigged, honestly, after watching it. So when you say the end, you mean the best picture award? I did see that right. to know. Right. Did you well, see I mean, that it blonde? Was, it was so, it was, uh, it was so bizarre that, you know, that you pick the, the wrong one and then everybody gets on stage. Yeah. I think it was rigged because the ratings were so bad for the That's, Oscars. I, yeah. I saw worse since 08. Yeah. Right. And, and, but I mean, everybody was talking about that the next day and, yeah, but I still um, didn't give a shit. <laughs> I know right. it didn't make me care or investigate the movies. Yeah. I did well, not I mean, care they never. Well, and I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, like the, the movie, the best movies that, that we all remember, how many of them like won all the Oscars, you know, Stanley Kubrick never won an Oscar, you know, like Raiders of the Lost Ark is probably my favorite movie. You know, a lot of these movies that we grow up and love aren't Oscar winning movies. So at the same point, it's like, isn't the whole point of making a movie to tell a story? Who really gives a shit? I had to go back to Raiders of the Lost Ark just to grab that 
top men clip because I love that <laughs> clip. So right. the, we've got top men working on it right now. Who? Top men. Anyway. And then and then you wonder, is the ark hidden somewhere? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Well, yeah. and then I, I, I guess I wanted to pitch a movie idea to you. I'm, I'm a screenwriter, um, and I'm working on a couple different concepts. Um, and the one I'm kind of working on right now, <clears throat> well, here, I'll pitch this one instead. So I kind of sent this to Matt earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, but the general concept of it is um, – I'm trying to move it into a feature length format, but it basically revolves around um, a person involved in a mass shooting. And the story revolves around a school shooting specifically, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the story revolved around kind of what happened with the shooter and the movies intercut with the days leading up to it and also his family and therapy afterwards. So we're kind of seeing all of the signs that you wouldn't normally see leading up to the eventual day of the shooting. And by the time anybody realizes that anything can be done, it's too late. Um, it, this does sound exactly like the plot of a, of a movie called uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin. I actually, you know what's weird is I wrote this and I saw that movie. <laughs> and it was a very it's, well it's done movie. It's a very movie. good movie, yeah. But, um... But I mean, I because I, I guess I wrote it at the time because all you heard about was, you know, guns, 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 guns. And I'm like, I think this is more of a, a mental health issue uh, than anything else. Hmm. But, um, um, and then the other one is is uh, my school's calling it, me wanting money. They do this. They will try to ruin my show with a <laughs> donation solicitation blocked. Stop teaching gender studies and maybe I'll donate to your school. Okay. Well, I mean, it's. <laughs> I gave you enough money already. Why should I give you more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, now sorry, working to, on YouTube. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I will say about the script, um, without knowing the the Kevin movie, whatever it was called, mm-hmm. I did I did read um, the a lot of the work that um, Spartacus did, and what's cool about I don't know the the setting and the topic of a school shooting is, I think, just so dangerous for people to explore that I I enjoyed reading it just because um, it's not common setting and it's not a common theme and i think honestly like i don't i don't know how the industry works that would be my one worry is like getting this produced because people be like i don't want to i don't want to humanize the school shooter and that kind of thing but it was a super interesting read and you don't the only time i've seen a fictionalized school shooting that i can remember was there was a scene in sons of anarchy i forget which season but there was a school shooting in sons of anarchy and that was the only time i'm like huh someone actually did like a fictionalized school shooting i can't believe it yeah. Well, and yeah, I, mean, I can't think of another the, one. Whole, well, and I mean, the whole thing for me too, like, you know, she kind of brought this up with, we need to talk about Kevin is you don't visually really show anything. Um, right. You know, Hitchcock used to say that terror is in the mind of the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, in Psycho, you never see the chick get hit with a knife, but it cuts so many different ways that it looks that way. So, yeah. Um, you know, I think that creates a more visceral, visceral experience for the audience that way. And, I almost had it written where it's like they see the shooter coming and it's like before they see anything, it just like cuts to black and it's the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's, it's just like the, I don't know what, I don't know what an analogy would be for that, but, but um, the other one I'm working on is uh, it's a detective story and it kind of, it revolves around one day in a small town 10 years ago. Uh, the cop's daughter goes missing 
um, and the school in the town burns to the ground. Um, and he was a police officer at the time, and he was discredited working on this case. And he gives up police work. And 20 years later, he he's, do, he's a private investigator, and he comes back onto this case that kind of leads him back to the day and the time that his daughter disappears. And there's a combination of like a detective, a thriller in there, along with some supernatural and, and sci-fi things in there. I'm trying to tie in some uh, religion and philosophy motifs in there. And well, it I'm a sucker for a story about a missing girl. I don't know what to say about <laughs> that. And it I eventually, am. and it uh, it eventually gets to a point where um, he no longer has the evidence to to prove the case. Hmm. So it becomes more of a movie about self redemption and letting go of the past. Hmm. Yeah, that and sounds then, good. You should pursue it. All right. Well, I'm, yeah, I, I finished the first that draft. That sounds like crap. You should quit. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I would rather you say that than, you know, oh, you know, it was nice. It was so wonderful. No, I did. What I did read, I actually, like I said, I did think was, was pretty good, pretty bold, to be honest. Well, I mean, you know, the thing is, you know, with, with, I, I just think there need to be, I mean, obviously everybody's like, we need diversity in movies. And I'm like, well, yeah, I think we need differing opinions yeah, and different stories. Um, like I, I had a talk with a guy the other day and he was like, well, we need to have a certain quota of something in the movie for no particular reason. And I was like, well, that kind of puts us in a box, don't you think? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, okay, well, what if you, this isn't a period, a period piece. So you're like, okay, we need this specific quota. What if somebody comes in that you didn't expect and just blows you out of the water? Well, you can't take them because of that quota. And you mean I, someone and of like, who's not the right race or like. Sure. Right. Race or, or gender, or, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, gay or something like that. Yeah. Right. I mean, the whole filmmaking experience is about surprises. You know, actors are going to bring something you didn't expect, you know, yeah. all kinds of people are going to bring different things. So if you shut that out right from the get go, um, you're just you're just stepping backwards right away in my yeah. opinion well hopefully i mean look i i am not envious of the task of restoring social sanity to hollywood but i i did you luck in that in that effort <laughs> if you can be the one who you know makes i don't know make the oscars watchable again if you can do that not that i ever watched them to begin with but i mean i it, it Hollywood has got to be the least ideologically diverse place in the United States. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think the South is like a bunch of rednecks? Well, Hollywood is like the polar opposite. I'm sure there's more liberals in like the deepest South place of Mississippi than there are conservatives in Hollywood. I would bet. <laughs> well, I think isn't there isn't there a group in Hollywood? It's called like Friends of Abe. I think it's it's like a real secret group of conservative outside. <laughs> they have to be underground. They can't reveal their identity. <laughs> Who's yeah. in it? Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's probably about it. And Clint Eastwood. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Bruce Willis, maybe. Yeah. Nice. All right. But I've heard. But I've heard he's kind of a dick. So we have to read <laughs> well, the emails. Before... I know, and I we have one more patron to do too. So oh, okay. uh, I'll probably have okay. to, I'll let you go, Spartacus. But All right, um, yep. I'd Thanks love to hear time. from you anytime, and and uh, let us know how the products go. All right, we'll do. Thank you, Thanks, man. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we got one more patron patron. So we'll do that. And then um, we'll read a couple emails. The emails are like paragraphs. So <laughs> try to get through those quickly too. Um, good problems to have huh? too much, too much to talk about on the old call-in show. Uh, Transable Paisley gender kangaroo. 
That is our, our Oh patron. my gosh, did I actually did I actually make it on? You did. You I'm did. sorry. I didn't um I didn't see you earlier. So no, but... no, 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 no. No, seriously, what happened? I, I, I literally last night I worked till one in the morning and then yeah. this takes place at midday and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go straight home. I'm not gonna go on my computer, I'm not gonna have anything to eat, I'm just gonna go straight to bed. I went to bed and then honest to God, I slept through from one about one in the morning, two in the morning till one in the afternoon here. I don't know what the fuck happened. Nice. So I I presume you are in Australia, right? Yes. What part of Australia? Uh Southeast Queensland. Okay. Someday I'll someday I'll go to that damn place. I really wanna go. We've got a themed park. It's kind of shit compared to your ones, but we still like it. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there are no theme parks within like 1,500 miles of me in any direction. So, oh. someone died at our one recently, so it's been a little bit, ugh, been a little bit awkward after that. But it's, it's still a nice place, I guess. Awkward. Besides the whole death thing. Yeah. Yeah, and like some of the people that died were gay, so the ride was accused of being homophobic. What? You know. <laughs> Was it really like it was gruesome? An, an intentional I'm kidding, I'm kidding. hit on a gay person? No, I'm oh, kidding. Okay. We're not that bad. Oh, I thought uh, the ride uh, was accused of being homophobic. Okay. I mean, I mean, de- I mean, death in general is kind of gruesome, but the whole. But like, did the, they get their feet chopped off on a ride or something, and then bleed to death? The the ride the ride got flipped upside down, and it's a floating ride, so they got drowned. Underneath oh, the oh sh- that's awful. That's so, like worse than falling. Drowning's the worst. Speaking, visually speaking. It was, I'm like that. Less gruesome, but more terrifying. Uh, I could deal with that. So that's that's like, a pretty good story. You know what? I, I, I didn't love the River Rapids that much anyway. So it's <laughs> never going on those again. Yikes. Was, it, was this a child? I'm trying to think. It seems like you'd have to be a small person no, to get trapped like, and drowned. It was like two gaybos and their Oh, it actually was gay, gay guys. Oh, well. Yeah, no. It was really good. Now we can't laugh about this gag. Oh, I thought you were going to make a controversial statement. I was going to no, no, shock. It's fine. You can't fine. afford another one. I'm bisexual. I give you, I give you identity. Yeah. Oh boy. A lot about it. It's fine. This show, this show's right. gag. So I, I had like I had some topics um, okay. written down that I was going to talk about, but then last night, um, Skag, you just released your thing about um, trans racialism and uh yeah rachel dolezal yeah Making the i case. was wondering if um if i could just if I could just politely fact check you on something go regarding, for it call me um, fake news regarding... i dare you <laughs> you are fake news um <laughs> is, that, is that your aussie uh, trump impression i uh look i could do one better but I, I'm, I'm usually better at bernie sanders because you can get that like you're not gonna like my answer <laughs> okay. all right that was a little better but um but uh the uh the, the transgender boy um competing in wrestling i don't yeah. know if you i don't know if you meant it but it kind of came off as though you sounded like they were gaming the system yeah i think i think um, she is no see the, the thing is that the transgender boy actually wants to compete as a boy um but because the university interscholastic league um uh, only allows you to compete in um, like gender leagues that correspond to your, or sorry, sex leagues rather, that correspond to the sex on your birth certificate. They're not allowed to. Now they but said that that, that does not excuse her taking a bunch of testosterone and wrestling girls. Yeah, then you don't compete if that's a situation. If you I mean, know that you're suck. not a fair competitor, it does don't suck. Like I grant that's a sucky, um, that's a sucky conclusion. But I will say this: life is about choices, and 
you choose X, X or Y, and sometimes that's, they're mutually exclusive. That, that, that's that's what I was gonna get at. I just want I just wanted to see if um if if you understood that um the girl isn't taking the testosterone, but then intentionally um remaining in in the female competition to specifically if if she um, had her way she would compete with boys yeah, right yeah, but yeah. i still would contend it is a choice that she says oh well i can't do that but it's i can still beat up girls and be the champion yeah, yeah i don't I mean, think that you was have actually going to be my point it ties into the same thing with the whole uh, transgender bathroom thing that you guys were talking about in your last podcast is this idea it sucks. Okay. It sucks when it sucks when you're not heterosexual. It sucks when you're not cisgendered, yada, 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 but that doesn't give you that, 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 that kind of obliges you to be exceptional. It doesn't give you the excuse to be less than mediocre. So like, for instance, when I was, when I was, um, when I come out to myself, but I hadn't come out to a bunch of people, if I went into a change room to change before sports, I want to put myself in a cubicle because I knew that if any of them knew that, that I was bisexual, some of them would probably be uncomfortable about the idea of changing in front of me. I didn't ask to get like a special change room. I didn't ask everyone else to go into a cubicle for right. me. I was the one that made the change. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, and it's the same thing with transgender bathrooms. Like, mm you you can go to your guidance counselor and ask to use their toilet you can there are For other sure. things you can do than demand everyone else right. accommodate you right and and i think any responsible school district with compassionate people would do that and i trust them to do that you know and yeah i don't, I don't think we need obama or whoever from dc saying no no, no you're, you guys don't know how to do this we do yeah and it's the same and it's it's a it, it that was that was kind of what got me with that story when i read about it because i was like mm. the thing yeah. is that as much as you love wrestling i i would argue that you should certainly well, at least drop out of competitive wrestling because i'm sure that your coach wouldn't care if you went and scrapped with the boys but when it comes to a competitive i just played it accidentally i was gonna say what do you think blonde do you think i deserve a fake news for that I, I, yeah i don't think you have Oh, you are rules. Rules are rules. I gave myself a okay. Where's where's here we go? Very fake news. Very fake news. That's for me. Oh no, you were just normal (laughs) fake. No, no, it's a it's a bit. Don't worry. I don't think (laughs) I don't think that was that fake. Not that I haven't said fake things before, but um, any excuse to play the Trump thing, you know. No, that was pretty much that. That that was pretty much the point on that. I suppose the the thing with um. Rachel Dolezal. I I understand the argument that you're making, but I would I would counter argue that that argument only really applies to gender fluid, gender non-binary sort of nonsense. But in terms of transgenderism, there's more of a scientific explanation for well, at least evidence for a scientific explanation for why um transgenderism uh, might be something that can't be helped whereas transracialism I, I mean i'm not I mean, convinced that that's wanna... settled science though like the, like the, the way that I, was I, argued I in the so. in the article was like this the is clearly medical thing. necessity and it's not for her and it's like uh, it's not clearly medical no, 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 necessity. No, 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 no we're talking about we're talking about dollars on i'll keep up Matt. keep up Come on. no i know i'm saying what i'm saying is i need to see a clear distinction between a clear biological distinction between transgenderism and transracialism. And I'm not sold yet. Like I, I'm, I'm not I mean, sold by their arguments. If you're, if you're willing to, if you're willing to call through the peer reviewed research, I can send you some, um, I can send you some studies about uh, stuff like a uh, neuroanatomical, um, what's it called? 
consistency but, between gender males and cis males. And, and I'll, I'll counter with this because there, there's counter evidence to that too. But you're, we're also arguing in just an absence of evidence in the case of Dolezal. Let's, let's, let's dig in that. Let's get through all those fake, let's get through that fake Afro that used to be straight, long blonde hair, like blondes. <laughs> and let's, let's I mean, have a pick at that brain and see what's going on in there. Cause for all we know, there's something genetically or biologically significant about her brain that contributes to her trans racialism, you know? Yeah. She wants attention. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if, um, I don't know if I want to sort of play with fire and, um, <laughs> pose that pose that certain races have differently structured brains because that's a no i'm not ooh, i'm not saying a, that i'm not saying like a, oh, we go in there and there's a I, I, there's a there's a black brain it, in there what i'm saying is maybe there's some differences <laughs> physiologically anatomically with her that explain the way that she behaves now this is what i, I get confused on the gender stuff too is half the time there's like no there's no biological difference between sex but also there's a male and a female brain and that's what's going on with the transgender well, stuff this actually this is what really pisses me off because I have some transgender friends and they're all really fucking red pilled. Like I swear they're red pilled the most, <laughs> you know, anti-SJWs. Yeah. And they sit there and they're just like, I am trying to prove a biological, um, a, a biological reason for why I am this way, why I am valid this way. And then yeah. you have fucking gender fluid, trans fucking able Paisley fucking, you know, Wait, what is Paisley gender? Because that's in your name, but I don't know. What is okay? So what uh, I'll, is I'll trans able Paisley like, gender? When, hang on, hang on. So when, so when, when these people sort of like trance up and say, "Oh, gender is a social construct," it's like, "Well, yeah. thank you. You just silenced every transgender person out there. Good job. Thank you." That's true. Like if if I if you can show me conclusively that all of this is firmly biologically based, I'm much more on board. To the extent we go with this social construct argument, that's that's how I get from A to B, from transgenderism to Rachel Dolezal, is because their argument that they're presenting is it's a social construct, so do what you want. Dolezal comes back with, Yeah, so is race, so I do what I want. Now accommodate me. And I think yeah. if you accept the social construct argument, Dolezal's argument makes sense. But I think the social construct argument is mostly bunk. Yeah, I, I think also, sorry, I'll just, I'll touch quickly on Dolezal and then I'll explain. My yeah, and then we'll have to move on to these questions and yeah, we're, um, running, we're running late. Yeah, you like, guys, it's 4.20 a.m. Okay. Oh, light, light a fat one, light a fat one. <laughs> go, oh um, give, give us a closing thought so, and then we'll let you go. Yeah, no, just with Dolezal, I, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I remember seeing when like the first thing blew up that there was something about a little bit of abuse, maybe physical or emotional from her parents. Her, I think no, she has her parents were just like tough. They, what do you mean up on, tough? What she grew up mean? on a Montana yeah. farm with ultra religious parents. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I there's mean, no allegation I mean, of abuse <laughs> that I'm aware of. How'd she turn out so ultra, badly? Ultra religious on a, on a farm. If she's relatively frail of mind, it's entirely possible that um, that she found like a coping mechanism with her. Didn't she have like an adoptive black brother or some shit? They're like all that? a lot younger than her, though. Her family did adopt a bunch of um, a bunch of kids from I, I don't know where. A bunch of black kids from somewhere. Yeah. So and, you have. So but a, she was a, she a was already thing. older. Well, was she already? Yeah. Black? Okay. But so, but yeah, we've seen we've no, seen pictures no, she of her became, older she, and white. So yeah, I maybe she was jealous of the of, attention her siblings got, or that they didn't have to work as hard on yeah, the farm or something. Or of yeah, maybe. mentally from mind. If if I was if I was to peer into the brain of Dolezal, uh, I would be looking more for maybe like a BPD or something more than a um more more than looking for a a 
precursor to a, a black brain. I, I think she's suffering more from a mental illness than she is transracialism. Transracialism. I, I think we agree on that. Right. Common ground. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. fake news anymore. Uh, <laughs> all right. You well, are thanks, real news. Yeah. I don't no. want to be real news. Real news sucks. CNN and all that That's sucks. True, okay. Actually. We'll have to, we'll have to let you go. Yeah. But, um, no worries, no worries. Do appreciate it. Hope to hear from you soon. And thank you for supporting the show. No worries. Uh, good, good, good stuff you're doing, guys. Thanks See you later. Okay, Blonde, you ready? Let's get yeah. through this. Okay. This is going to be a question that's right up your alley. This is from uh, Sebastian at Minding Freedom, on, Minding Freedom on Twitter. I have a very st- a strong topic on which I want your opinion. The question basically is, I wish I had a drum roll ready. Drum roll, please. Has Germany beat Sweden to the question... Which country is the most cocked on earth? <laughs> Actually, there's I've more. been there's pondering m- this and making separate Okay, so let me offer the thoughts. A few days ago, a German court in the city of Hamburg has ruled that it is allowed to refer to Germans as cure race, C-U-R race, or dog race, because Germans are not part of the population because they are the majority. So we Wait, basically... I'm not exactly sure what this means, but what I gather, the the city of Hamburg gave a racial designation to like native Germans um, and gave them a different designations that, that says they're not part of the population because they are the majority. I don't know what that means, but basically a different designation because they're the majority. So we basically just got the confirmation that is allowed to insult the majority of the population, whereas in okay, so it it relates so to like, like who, the yellow who, star for the majority. Is that what like what, you're what I gather here? I'll read it, and I think I understand what this person means. So basically, we just got the confirmation that it is allowed to insult the majority of the population, whereas insulting groups that only represent a minority of the population will be sanctioned and penalized. So it has to do with kind of hate speech and who's who's allowed to make fun of whom. I'd rather just have every speech be free, but meh, Europe. But if, just if, you penalize the insulting of a group or groups based on race, nationality, or stuff like that, do it for every group, not just minorities. Racism against the majority is still racism. So I don't know how accurate that claim is. I don't know. I know nothing of the city of Hamburg, but let's presume but what this, this person what this person says is true. Yeah, that's bullshit. If, if if it's if you have different laws for who you can make fun of or criticize, that's bullshit. Right. And I would never want to live in such a under such a structure i mean based upon the juxtaposition of being in these countries one after another like they seem equally fucked i mean i don't know what to say like if you talk to native swedes or native germans they're all going to tell you that there's not a problem i mean so so you had said you were thinking about which one is the quote most cucked country on earth who's the leader in your mind or is it a tie um i mean i gotta I don't know. I saw this Swedish PSA that was talking about how the native Swedes, the old Swedes, they were calling them, need to integrate with new Swedes. And then the last frame was a chick. Are the new Swedes like, like, who are the new Swedes? Uh, Muslims? Yeah. They're called, okay. So they're, all right, whatever. New Swedes. What the fuck is that about? It's sort of a bizarre, I mean, whatever. We'll go with it. Well, they're committing cultural suicide, like, super happily, but so are the Germans. And then the Germans, that they aren't having any kind of um, political backlash, which maybe I was seeing some more of in Sweden. The person behind Merkel, or maybe he's a front, he's a front of Merkel, Martin Schultz, he's uh, just as bad as she is on immigration. He's a total cuck, leftist fucking retard. Um, both these countries are fucked, equally cucked. <laughs> it's a tie. We can't yeah, determine. I can't even. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, and then the last one is from uh, Cameron Ward here. 
Um, I'm a Trump supporting college freshman. I recently was in a debate in an online forum with a Hillary supporter who argued that Trump's words have consequences. Ooh, scary words. I responded by saying, look at Trump's actions, not his words, but he countered by saying nobody will remember Trump's policies, only his rhetoric and behavior while in office. I disagree with that 100%. <laughs> I, I think presidents are, I'm, I'm, uh, certainly some of them are remembered as gifted speakers, but I, when you think of certain presidents, you think of Lincoln, oh, he freed the slaves. You think of Washington, oh, he's the father of the country. You think of Jefferson, you think of the Louisiana Purchase and the westward expansion. Um, you think I of, think uh, you think of FDR, are, you think of the new deal the new in deal world war two, yeah. you don't think of like, what did he say mean words about people? And a lot of our past presidents were straight up racist. Woodrow Wilson was pretty racist, Yeah. but nobody really remembers that they remember him associated with world war one. So this premise is bullshit to me that, tr that we're going to remember. Uh, it seems like you agree. I'll, if you don't. No, I totally me agree. Out. I mean, I think that Obama historically is going to be viewed as one of our worst presidents, irrespective of his hope and change fucking rhetoric. He'll be judged on um, things like Obamacare and things like the the war in Afghanistan and things like nobody's going to be nobody's going to judge him on gave really good speeches and they were really well worded. <laughs> Maybe, but that's going to be supplementary to the things, the policy things that actually happened. Okay, there's more though. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there's like two paragraphs more. I told him to condense it, and this was the condensed version. <laughs> You're killing us, Cameron. Um, after all, nobody remembers George Washington's policies, only that he chose not to run for a third term. Disagree with that 100%, but that's the other person's position. I don't, I remember, I, obviously, I don't remember like what was George Washington's position on the treasury or something. But you remember he was the father of the country. He was the first person to run for president. He did a lot of the establishment work. Anyway, I don't remember George Washington's speeches. That's what I'm saying. For decades, presidents didn't dare drift from that president's precedent set, but Trump is not releasing his tax returns. It encourages other presidential candidates to not release theirs. After all, Trump still became president. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he should have released his tax returns, but I, you know, whatever I'm over it at this point. I would like to see them still, but I don't yeah. care. I just don't care. I also read a Newsweek article article by Kurt uh, Eichenwald that argued that Trump was uprooting everything the other two administrations had fought for when it came to fighting extremism. I assume he means uh, Islamic extremism. It says that Trump is going against the wishes of the CIA by saying Islamic terrorism. So yeah, the intelligence community has had an understanding to not do certain things. Only Muslims can criticize it. After all, how does it look to the Middle East allies when I say? When Trump says, sorry, I want you guys to start taking over the operations against ISIS. Oh, and I'm also banning your citizens from coming here because they're too dangerous. I can wall claims that Trump is ISIS's best recruitment tool for homegrown terrorists. Do you think those, that claim has any merit? So is Trump recruiting for ISIS? And obviously I'm saying that tongue in cheek. Is he inadvertently recruiting for ISIS? Um, of course not. That's retarded. I hate this, like, you're creating terrorists argument. So do I. So do I. <laughs> this is not what this author said, but I just, I can't stand this argument anymore of, why are you skeptical of the Islamic world? They're peaceful and nice. But also, don't piss them off or they'll join ISIS and kill you. Right. Well, which right. is it? Which is it? If, 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 <sighs> I don't know. I just don't believe that calling out a lot of the extremist bullshit is going to cause people in other countries to go, how dare you call us extremists? I'm going to go get a suicide vest and blow you up to show you how not extremist I am. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't, I think that argument's bonk. 
Yeah. And, and now, does Trump have like exaggerated rhetoric on any number of issues? Yes. But honestly, with the issue of Islamic terror, I think we had... I, I always say this. Generally, there are still things I admire about Obama. One of the things that bothered, bothered me the most, never would ad admit, acknowledge Islam and terror have a lot to do with each other. They got a good thing going on, Islam and terror. Never would say it. And, um, and so we went from one extreme of saying, oh, we wouldn't want to insult people. We'll never acknowledge the relationship to just right. be like, yeah, eh, I don't even see the difference between the two. They're the same thing to me. It's kind of a counterbalance. And honestly, I'm more on Trump's side of that than Obama's side. But maybe he could scale it back a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and another thing about that argument is if I ever made the argument that Black Lives Matter was creating white nationalists, people would shit a brick. And oh, yeah, same you, logic. You could absolutely credibly argue that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's unacceptable thought. <laughs> You're a thought criminal for that. And um, Next email, let's go. No, that's yeah. it. We're done. We're done. Wait, so I thought we, we had two emails. Here. Yeah, that was two emails. The oh, first one was, was which one is the... No, no, the first one was email. what's the most cucked country? And the second one was about... The debate. Uh, oh, I was really the... wondering how those things no. were related. No. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Nope. Those were the two emails. And I think we're good. Yes. Sorry if I missed anyone. I'll just go ahead and round it out because we got to get out of here. So um, sorry if I missed anyone. The show's high demand. You know, we do what we can and um, good problem to have. Happy to have it. We'll be back on Sunday. Breaking news Tree of Logic. Tree of Logic will guest with us. That'll be fun. We'll talk about who's, I want to ask her, who's a fake, faker black person? Rachel Dolezal or Sean King? She'll be able to set the record straight. So we'll catch you then. Uh, and thanks, thanks as always for everyone's patience and for uh, giving us interesting thoughts and fun things. We'll see you Sunday. Have a good night. <laughs>